I'm Emma Curtin, host of a new true crime podcast called Murder Archives. It's set in Turak in 1929 about the murder of Norma Rees McLeod. Search for Murder Archives where you're listening right now. If you've said oh, the quite, answers yeah, or the... when you It's like doing stand-up, you do three gigs a night, you can't remember whether you have done the setup for a callback kind the of brain thing. goes into... Overload because you can't how many think. interviews do you reckon you did on radio as Russell Coy? Probably about forty or fifty. Wow, wow! Because the thing is, if you if you offer like Bathurst FM, yeah, even Adelaide, Perth, they're all going to take you up. There's not one station that's going to say no to Russell Coy. I reckon. Well, Unless maybe a few of the ABC ones would say, "Oh, here's a bit," you know. I did ABC Western Australia yesterday. Oh, see, that's ABC Western Australia is very laid back, though, isn't it? Yeah, and it's good because you can talk a bit quieter and say, so "Yeah, you don't." Have to hit. When you do Breakfast FM, you got to hey, hit the jokes a bit louder. It's uh, Wiggy um, and the Fat Man. We've yeah. got Funny Man Russell Court on the phone, and then you just got to go bang into your material because there's no point. Because I was doing this, I do this thing where I pretend that I'm out in the middle of the outback and I'm bogged. And I can't, and I apologise for not going to the radio station. And um, oh, that's that's a good start. Yeah. Yeah, so sorry, guys, can't get there because uh, you know I'm stuck here just outside Kununurra. That's me doing Russell Court, yeah. by the way. Did you, yeah. did you notice that the only difference between me and Russell Court is I, I have a bit more of a lisp? Yeah, yeah, he's a bit more Aussie uh, too, he's, though. Yeah, a bit more Aussie. And my other character, Kel, is exactly the same. Kel has. No, he's got more. He's got a lisp too. He's more feminine though. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Actually, yeah, yeah, more feminine. Yeah. Hey, sweet. So what's uh, Wayne Wheeler then? Oh well, he's just. Me. He's more straight up Aussie. Yeah, he's me Bogans. probably 25 years ago. Uh, so, yeah, and I do the setup. And then, you know, can you send a, can you send Dick Smith? Can you send Bronwyn Bishop? You know, can oh, she yeah, yeah, helicopters, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, and then we do the interview. And then at the end, I go, oh, I think I can see Dick Smith coming. Oh, he's going to land. Dick's going to land on my court. This is really good, bloody, bloody, blah. <laughs> you know, quality stuff. Oh, yeah. the Vegemite's falling out. Yeah. What the hell's going on? But then as I'm doing the end of it, I go, because sometimes I don't always do the setup. Yeah. Because they go straight into the interview. So yeah. you, because you've done so many, you can't remember who you That's said right. what to and what you said. So, you know, it's all very well for us to, to say showbiz is easy. Well, it's not. It's not. Do you, have to, do you do it from home or do you have to go into an office? And I do love it? doing it from home because I yeah. can be anywhere, anywhere. Being exactly. in the studio doesn't, for me, doesn't quite work. But in 2018, it's so competitive, the radio world. They want you in the studio. And if you're not in the studio, do it down the line. So you can be in, theoretically in any studio. Around but surely the, the regional ones you just do on the phone. Well, yes, I did a, a day on the phone yesterday. But yeah. the, last week I did everything in studio. Did, did your ear hurt? But ears hurt. Yeah, from and, the phone. Your ear hurt from the phone. Well, I did it with – I've got those little – Apple oh things, which apparently don't yeah. sound as good, but I just uh, did that walking around my office, and then I, I can stand up and move my arms around and get on the shops. Yeah, get, <laughs> well, uh, there was a time we t- we got time for this. Last time I was doing Russell Coit, um, I was at a breakfast radio station at about five thirty in the morning. I got a call that my father had gone into hospital, and that oh. I had to go down and see him. So I, t- I, I was doing. Because uh, I live in Victoria, yes, I was uh, I was in Melbourne. I had to drive to Geelong, so I was stopping every ten minutes driving down Geelong Road to pull over and do an interview. Oh. And then I got to the hospital and I had to go out into the ambulance loading bay and pretend to be Russell Coit, <laughs> <laughs> pretending he was in in the middle of you know the Simpson Desert, oh, and um, then then go back and check with the doctor and come back out again and you know oh. turn the funnies on. Oh yes, yeah, so look, that's hard. My my yeah. daughter was in intensive care when she was a baby with a. Uh, She's 12 now, so she's fine. But my phone went off in intensive care. <laughs> See, that's a no-no. Not the greatest moment ever. 
<laughs> and you took it. Oh, I took it. It was yeah. uh, something about a gig. Yeah, no worries. 400 bucks cash, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm in hospital with my daughter. Yeah, no, all right, all right. Oh, is that the music? We should go. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's the sign that's that the we're sign. just probably prattling on a little bit too much. Hello and welcome to Somehow Related. And now please welcome your hosts, Glenn Robbins and Dave O'Neill. Well, you know, welcome to the podcast, Somehow Related. And it is uh, it is where we get two topics, and they don't seem related, do they, Glenn? But they no, are. No. And we get the answer then from Sam, our lovely uh, robotic help. And also, if you're wondering about the show and you're really intrigued, go to the show notes and it'll have links to stuff we talk about. Yes, yeah, so Film the, clips yeah, or... Yeah. All of Glenn's 40 radio interviews are on there. It's amazing <laughs> listening. Hear him do the same joke over and over and the different reaction well, from, that's from Rabbit and the Big Boy. And <laughs> There's always the... one nickname in the lineup. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, Campo I love it. or yeah. Yeah, Wizza. Oh, I've been Wizza. in those meetings because when we did Husey, Kate and Dave, we had to work out there were two Daves. It was Dave Hughes and Dave oh, O'Neill. Oh, what did you do? Well, it was Husey. And who's, Husey. Was that your idea? No. I, I Well... I can't remember. But Kate was always Kate. She was never going to be anything yeah, else. Yeah, right. She could have been Langers, you know. So, Husey, Kate, and Dave. Husey, Kate, and Lang. Oh, oh that's a good one. Husey, Kate, and Dave. People still say to Husey, I love yeah. your show, Husey, Kate, Kate, and Dave. Dave. And it's been like over 10 years. I love Husey, Kate, and Dave. <laughs> anyway, what are the topics, Husey, Kate, and Sam? Nike and the Utah murderer. Oh, my God. So, it's Nike? Nike? And the Utah murderer. Yeah, I don't know. Of I'm not. The Utah I'll, well, I mean, I'm a bit of a serial killer fan. And Are you? Well, I re- okay. You know, I think I've said this before. I hate all the gruesome stuff where they kill people. I find that horrible. Yes. But I like the police investigation stuff. Yeah. See, I'm the opposite. Are you like? <laughs> <laughs> I just can't stand the thought no, of these I, I evil agree. bastards yeah, no, uh, dressing up as a security guard in a university car park. You're yep. like, oh yep. no, yep. here and, we go. And even if it's a reenactment, I go, I don't, oh, I don't need to, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see the and the and they get into the blood splatter oh. and they, oh. Man, I mean, there's shows on TV. BBC and ABC have always got those shows on. Of you know. Yeah, Silent Witness or whatever. The, there's a gruesome body. There's always a teenager. So well, what a, about um, Law and Order SVU? There's always a baby in the dumpster. We oh. found a baby in the dumpster. My good Lord. Yeah, because you get complaints about certain jokes that we do, and you go, yeah. did you see CSI last night? Did you, did you? Unbelievable. Did you, yeah. And um, they're more graphic these days. Having said, getting old. Having said that. Um, you love you know, a good No, I was going to say, yeah. a friend of mine said, oh, you know, they shouldn't have all those things on the TV. But, you know, when I was a kid, we used to watch Cowboys and Indians and stuff. And I didn't turn into, yeah, you know. You didn't turn, you didn't turn to a into cowboy? A, no, I didn't get Or an Indian. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, America just seemed to have a lot of serial killers. I assume because he's got a title that he is some kind of, he hasn't just done one murder. He's done Maybe, he, well, he, he did yeah. something and which made him notorious which then they have to give him a title. The Utah Murderer. Which is not a great title because they've just gone, oh, what have we got? Uh, well, we're, where we live. Well, you know, there was the you know the backpack. What do they call Ivan Malat? The, the, yeah. you know, the backpack killer or whatever. Yeah. And, but, um, you know, it's fair to say, though, he wouldn't be the only murderer convicted in Utah in the last 50 years. There'd be hundreds of them. So Utah so he must have done something like, pretty, pretty um. Where It's not down south, is it? It's up north, isn't it? Midwest, isn't it? Utah? West and... I don't know, Sam, where's Utah. Utah is in the American West, 13,610 kilometres away. Okay, so it's not north. So it's not, it's not up like in, Fargo it, territory. It's right in the middle. And I think it's cowboy. Lo- and the photo she, she showed us, it's, it's cowboy country. Yeah. So, yeah, that, so the Utah murderer, um, I assume he's not a cowboy. See, 
murdering people in the cowboy days, you weren't really a murderer. You were an outlaw or a, or a hero <laughs> or something like that. Whereas this guy's obviously more recent, the Utah murderer. The great Utah murderer. The but Nike, Nike. I, I mean, I've got Nikes on at the moment. Have you? Yeah, look at that. Just do it. Let's See, Nike, they're the ones that you wear for a bit of, no, no disrespect. Comfort? Comfort before, comfort before any sporting activity, really. Yeah. They're sort of, you could go to. Yeah, they're like leisure wear. It's not like you. No, it's not, you want to get these at those running shops. No. You know when you go to the running shops and that serious, uh, you know, guy works as a personal trainer, comes out and measures your feet and goes, so you want to get into jogging, do you? Okay, you've got to get the ASICs on. You've got to get those proper. Yeah. I remember when I went to, 300 bucks. to a personal trainer, he took me to a shoe shop and he said, you just can't wear these Nikes or, no. you know, Converse. No, you've got to, you've got to you've got get to, proper running. So you got those at Kmart. Shoes. Kmart? <laughs> My wife got those. I don't know. Probably Kmart. So she bought you sh- brought home shoes for you. Mate, every piece of clothing no. that you're looking at, my wife has bought. So every she knows you. That's single. incredible. Well, you, don't jacket. Go, you don't go out together. She comes. Nah. In, I found this is. For- no, nah, she sometimes goes to shops and she does a lot of online. So online she can- shopping has been that's her full time job. I often say people go, "What's your wife doing?" I go, "I don't know. He's buying stuff on eBay. A job, and that's what she does." And do you ever knock it back or do you go, oh, I wouldn't wear that? Yeah, sometimes you- I do. She's a big fan of like boots. I'm like, I don't really wear boots. You know, like sort of you sort of wear them. They're sort of like flash looking desert boots or a suede. Yeah, that kind of thing. They're a hush puppy. Yeah, yeah, so she would buy them and I would never wear them. Yeah. She says, what about like corporate keys? I'm like, ah, oh, these, you know, these days, what I've started to do. She bought me chinos, right? Yeah. And I'm kind of like, oh, chinos. Yeah, you know, you've so crossed dang. over when you're wearing chinos. Yeah, but chinos. they're so comfortable. <laughs> they're beautiful. <laughs> And, and in summer, they're so cool. And also, they look a bit dressy. So now when I go into a corporate You're gig, a gas man. Yeah, I'm a, oh, I am a gas man. Yeah, gas right. man fits me. Gas yeah. man, because gas man's fat. I don't know if you've seen a photo of actual the man behind gas man. He's not a, you know, the guy, a guy at school, Pete, who's actually, anyway, in my sitcom, there was a guy modeled on him, played by Dave Thornton. Uh, anyway, uh, Pete was the face of gas man. And it really shat me because he's not fat at all. He's a very fit, incredibly good-looking model. It's usually good-looking, grey-headed men, uh, as oh. man, isn't it? With, with, yeah. In their early 50s. Yeah, yeah. So he would be yeah. 40s and he gets work for Gazman, Country Road. Oh, you know, he's, yeah. he was riding a horse in a catalogue the other day. <laughs> and then the canteen lady sticks him up in the window. <laughs> There's Pete. He's actually a really good guy. But anyway, look. Um, so Nike. Nike. Um, and so... You, but chinos are very comfortable. Getting anyway, what do I, let's talk about Nike. But just don't wear. Please don't wear chinos with Nikes. I do sometimes. You know what I do sometimes. This is my new thing. When I go to say a, a, a gig in the country where it's sort of formal, I put a shirt on with my chinos, tuck it in, and put a tie on, and you then a jumper. Not. Yeah. And my wife goes, "You look like a stock agent. Yeah, you look you like you're about to auction cows." I went, "Good. That's the look I'm going for." And seriously, you go up to. Wagga or Yarrawonga, or one, and they all look like that. One of them, you're one of them. They're one of them, and so then, then they, and also the tie gives the illusion that you're dressed up. Yet you've got runners on. <laughs> hey, bit of a tip for anyone, because you know the 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 idea of semi formal formal in the country is just not what people expect in Adelaide or Melbourne or Sydney. Because if you can fit into the room, you're part of the tribe, then aren't you? So yeah, they, yeah, they, they they accept you a little bit more. And also, if you're the comedian, well, you can be a little bit. You know, uh, what's the word? Loose with your dress standards, I reckon. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but you don't not. want to go too far left, though. Oh, no, you can't, I've, been, I've had complaints about my dress yeah, before. Yeah. yeah. He because, looked like a, a drifter, I think yeah. one of the uh, comments was. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I probably did. I had an unironed shirt and jacket, and I just looked like a slob. Do you ever wear your 
See, don't make the mistake that I did, which I, in summer I wore my Nikes without socks. Oh, no. Because once that smell gets into the... Yeah, I love socks. I can't stand wearing shoes without socks. A bit weird, but I can't stand. Not no, no, no it's, not, no, it's not weird. Because my kids walk around the house in bare feet all the time. I'm like, and we've got like a cat litter tray. There's stuff everywhere. You just, you know. Oh, you could, yeah. What about oh. the backyard? What are they? Yeah, they bare wear feet? no sh- bare feet. They've been One of them's been stung by a bee twice. Probably yeah. the same bee. And, and yet they still continue to wear bare feet. Are they drinking and smoking as they wander around? <laughs> yeah, my nanny used to wear bare feet all the time in the kitchen when she cooked. Like a real, you know, I don't know whether it was a poverty thing or what it was. She just liked it. Anyway. We used to, we used to think we were hilarious. We'd walk down the beach in bare feet and then we'd stop and do up our laces. We thought that was pretty oh. funny. <laughs> well, that you know, I, pretty I, funny. I did a gig for uh, McDonald's and this guy owned five McDonald's in Bendigo, I think it was. And he married a British woman, and I, I was just intrigued. And I said, "So you bought out your wife from? She was from London, yeah, to Bendigo, mm-hmm. and 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 I said, what well, what was that like?'" And he goes, "You know, the thing she couldn't get over was people wearing bare feet in the street." Yeah, well, <laughs> she said still- it was just unheard of in Bendigo. Yeah, in, in, in Britain, sorry, London, in, Britain, in London, yeah, yeah. Um, it does throw me a bit if someone's up the supermarket and the, the, the yeah, in the, it does throw me a little bit. I go, "You got every right," but. I don't know. I went to Mullumbimby once, which is near Byron Bay, and there's so much bare feet walking going on around there. Mullumbimby. But I saw a hippie couple. Yeah, it's, it's, you know how Mullumbimby is. It's near, it's near Byron Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah, inland. It's inland, that's yeah, right. Yeah. And that's where all the people that, that settled Byron Bay have moved to because Byron's yep. too yeah. commercial. Man. It's a dreadlock or two. Oh, man. And I saw a hippie couple, and the guy had bare feet, but the girl had socks on. I'm like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Make a commitment to the bare feet. Let's have a chat. Just yeah. sit down. I'll buy you coffee. Let's just go through a few basics. Now, yes. I've got a Gazman catalogue here, yeah. and I'm just going to show you. That's uh, the friend of mine there who's modelling, and you can see what he's wearing. That's what I want to see next time I come to town. do you love it, though, when someone changes their look when you haven't seen them for 10 years or something like that? You know, like yeah. they used to be a hippie, and now they're corporate or... Oh, yeah, I know. It's funny, isn't it? And they get a bit caught out when they realise that they're catching up with someone like you who who knows the other them. Yes. And they're being the new them. Now, we, okay. We used to, um, sorry, we used to play in bands in the eighties, and there was a guy. There was a band called Razor Babies, yeah. And the lead singer had the full-on punk haircut and the leather jacket and the earrings. About about a year later, we saw him in the city, and he was wearing a suit. And he goes, "I'm working for my dad's merchant bank now." <laughs> Transformation. Okay. Okay. So, on, if Wade. you, I hate to say it, and I know we talked about this earlier, but if you were a murderer, hmm. what would be your shoe of choice? A shoe? Oh, wow. Well, you know, yeah, I, I, guess I, think, I think most murders aren't, but what I've read in my books, most murders are normally domestic and they're not planned. It's just, but these serial killers plan stuff. Yeah. So they they would be, you would think they wouldn't wear a boot because it would no. leave a big, if you wore a bloodstone, it would leave a, a, a big a shoe mark. Yeah, that's the first thing they look for, especially if there's soft ground around. Because, you know, you often read these cases where, oh, the serial killer, obviously, he could have been a policeman or he, he has knowledge. But these days you can just Google that stuff. So before they're going out to kill someone, they're like, okay, bring some bleach, plastic yeah. bags. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's, what's that blue, that lot? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, do all that stuff. So um, you, and also too, you, you probably, if you want to make a bit of a getaway, you'd want a shoe that Ah, uh, a running shoe. A shoe that made you, it's like that guy, well, those horrible murders in the, near the football ground back in, 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 in Melbourne, remember? It was on Underbelly. When they came to the, the, the guy was a runner, 
he ran in, did the shooting, oh, yes. and then he ran off again. Yes. Yeah, Mooney Ponds or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere out that way. Yeah, somewhere out, Well, near where I grew up. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he ran over a bridge, didn't he? He ran over a footbridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the running killer or something. Yeah, or, yeah the running like killer. Yeah, something like that. But, um, but you so, know, the thing I'll say about Underbelly, they only shoot each other. They rarely shoot a stranger or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. occasionally there's a mistaken identity where they think you're Carl Williams or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. They have a crack at you and you're like, I'm not that guy. Yeah, because they could. it's easy to get it wrong. I mean, I when, when we did the comedy club in Carlton, they, they used to – those. I remember the manager saying, don't talk to the table down the front because it was Alphonse Gangitani and all those guys. Save him, uh, yeah. But they were laughing. <laughs> so what do you guys do? You do a bit of – uh, anyway, we'll keep moving. Um, you just don't want to tell them to be quiet or just, no. you know, yeah, just, no. to, you know, if they, if they, uh, why didn't you laugh? Criminals. Because you're not funny, mate. So, I'm, okay. Well, so, I don't really have a theory on this. I, I reckon Nike, I reckon Nike. Um, do you reckon it's, sorry, it's specific to the Nike, to, to the Utah It must motorway? be Nike, yeah. So, it's not, it's not just runners. We can rule out Adidas and Puma. Yep. yep. Interesting fact, Adidas and Puma, I think it was, was owned by two brothers and they split and formed two separate companies on separate sides of the river in Germany. There we go. Somehow related. It's something for and nothing. I think it was Adidas and Puma. Um, anyway, um, something for nothing there. Um, I reckon... Are you want to think music? Yeah, what's some think. What can we Because I, I, even though if you've decided what it is, I still enjoy the think music. Okay, what are we going to have? A, um, what what a is there, a Nike, Nike ad? ad? There must or, be a Nike uh, ad. Uh, is there a... Well, they say just do it. Uh, we'll have a Nike ad. Yeah. Just do it. Nike, just do it. I, I love that slogan. I often say that. Just do it. It's not a bad theory on life. It's not a bad theory on life because yeah. this is the thing in show business. People are like, yeah. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this show. I want to do this podcast. Just do it. Yeah. Don't 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 wait for permission, Glenn. When you do your Just motivational do book, or do you do uh, any motivational speaking? I should do motivational speaking, shouldn't I? Yeah. Come out in a linen suit, a lot of round of applause. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you can do it. Yeah. I've seen those guys before, and some of them aren't very good. I reckon I, oh, I, I reckon could do a better no, job. Nobody turned up. It was re- I was asked to host, and nobody came. Oh, no. I like three, and it was like, come on, everybody, let's get clapping. And oh. it was like, Three people. For like Anthony Robbins or one of those guys. Obviously yeah, not him, he was up but... in Brisbane and uh, everyone met well and I was paid well. And But yeah, it was just nobody there. It was really sad. And they always have a book. And now these days they have occasionally have a self-published book. Yeah. Called, you know, yeah, something like You Can Do It. But I mean, all you know, I remember going around to Hughes' house like 25 years, 20 years ago at least. And he had, this is when he lived in a flat and he had all these inspirational slogans on his wall. Like, you're a winner and you can do it. Because he used to read those books. And I always used to hang shit on them, those books. But then I read one when I was waiting for a massage in Darlesford. It's pretty good. <laughs> Seven Habits of Effective People, I read. Yeah, but do you actually... Not a bad book. They are, when you read them, they are good. Like yeah. the one that's out at the moment, um, The Subtle Art of... Oh, not giving a fuck. Yeah, I didn't like that so much. I liked it. You liked but it? I, did, did it, uh, did I, did it affect my life? No, it didn't. No. But I, I enjoyed it. Oh, the effective habits of effective people is good. But do you apply those things? Some of them I do, yeah. It, like, it has a whole chapter on saying no to things. Oh, but that's a, a that's a good book. The Art, yeah. of, the, the Art of Saying Getting No. Getting to Know. Yeah. It's a great book. Yeah. yeah. Which anyway. reminds me, I can't do your charity benefit, you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been mulling when the ad was on. Yeah. Sort of. Um, 
because I part of me went maybe because it's Nike, he's a murderer. Maybe he sort of his murdering move was a oh like, like a swish, like a swish, like the Nike swish. Yeah, which is a morbid thought, but maybe. You know what I mean? Like maybe yeah. maybe he cut them in certain areas with a swoosh. But oh then I thought God. no, because that wouldn't be right. That's gruesome. So I'm going to go more. I'm going to go a bit more CSI. Yeah. I'm going to say that that's what got him. He always wore Nike. Uh, and he was, and they did a footprint test, and that's why he. It was always Nike, and they knew that it was him. That, that's what did him over. Mine, mine's similar. I'm going to say that originally he was caught, that was true, that he always wore Nikes, and they called him the Nike murderer, and Nike actually intervened and sued the police department and said, you can't keep calling this guy the Nike murderer, so they changed it to the Utah murderer. Yeah, because that's, that's interesting, because why would mine be notorious? See, yours is notorious. Mine's the Nike murderer, yeah. and then Nike got really upset. Come on, the sales are down. Call him the Puma murderer. No, he's not wearing Puma. He's wearing Nike. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think just change it to the to the Utah murderer. <laughs> We've had hundreds of murders this year. Okay. Okay. We need the answers, Sam. Do we? Let's do it with the final words of the Utah murderer, Gary Gilmore, before he was executed in the late seventies. An advertising agency owner working all the Nike account heard about the last words and adapted them for the Nike advertising campaign. Wow, that is amazing. So, so the last words of a convicted killer were turned into an advertising slogan. He was watching it say. on the TV. And he, it, was he watching it? Or was he at the execution? Did he know him? Because normally I don't know whether they get – do they get airtime as far as – they? I think – but sometimes last words become famous, like, of course, Ned Kelly, such is life. Yeah, right. Which, as we know, Ben Cousins has tattooed on his stomach. Oh, really? So, yeah. What was Spike uh, Milligan's? I told you I wasn't feeling I told well. you I was sick, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Funny. Um, yeah. And so he's just gone, but, you know, let's do it. Hang on. A historian researching the Kelly execution claims that none of the official party present at the hanging, including the governor of the jail, were ever quoted as saying they heard Kelly utter such as life. Oh, come on, Sam. Don't ruin yeah. the bloody magic. What were his last words? Oh, it's, this rope's a bit tight. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <coughs> Um, so anyway, there you go. It just goes to show. Always, you know, when you're in advertising, always have your ear to the yeah. ground. <laughs> Hang out with criminals. Yeah, nothing's not good enough for the whiteboard. Put that one up there. <laughs> okay. Look, I don't mind. Let's do it. I yeah. like. Let's do it. Let's do it. Instead of just do it, I reckon. Let's. It could be my new slogan, my new motivational book, Dave O'Neill. Let's do it. Yeah. Are we like? Would we get in trouble um, if we sing a song on 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 the out? No parody. Because it is a great song. Let's do it. Let's just. Fall in love? Oh, yeah. Go on. How's it go? How's it? I can't, we can't remember. Play it. We're not allowed to play it. No, for copyright reasons, but let's do it. No, not, 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 it's not, and we do it. Uh, it's not that one, is it? Let's do, do it. it. Let's fall in love. Let's, that's oh, from gosh. the 70s, I reckon. Yeah. Maybe we might let's go out do on that. <laughs> Maybe he was singing at his execution. <laughs> let's do it. Let, what do you do with those guns? Bang. I think he got shot too. But what oh. if you what if you were the advertising agency? No, what if you were Nike and you go, love the slogan, would you tell Nike where you got it from? No. 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 It's interesting. He's how, done that. Now? He's done that so far down the track, I reckon. Yeah. He didn't yeah. announce that at the meeting. Hey guys, I don't know if any of you caught the execution of the Utah murderer. He had a great slogan that we can steal. Yeah. Just do no, it. they would knock that on the head. They would go, well, why don't we check what Jeffrey Dahmer said before he was executed? The execution happened in 1977 and the ad campaign was released in 1988. 
Oh, wow. So it was like 10 years after. Where did he, he put that on a bit of paper and put it in yeah. his wallet? Yeah. <laughs> you know, when you do that, you <laughs> let's go, do oh. it. <laughs> well, pre computers, you know, let's do it. I find, Can we do yeah, it? I do that. I write things in my diary and I oh, go, yeah. what is that all about? Of anyway, course. Just of course. do it. That makes sense. Okay. You've got the Nikes on. Okay. Go for a run. Yeah. Thanks for listening. You have been listening to Somehow Related with Glenn Robbins and Dave O'Neill. Um, yeah, things you put in your diary. I've got, hang on, I was looking at this the other day and you can't remember what they mean? Yeah. I'll read one out from my diary. Hang on. This, oh, is, this is from. Good. This is from. Oh, I don't know if it'll be good, but I've got one. Like, get I'll go cr- right down get the end. Get special cream for rash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Gambino Antiques Roadshow. What does that mean? What is that? What is that? I know what it means. What? I reckon it's something to do with the mafia turning up to Antique Roadshow. And they're bringing oh. something there that, that maybe they've got bullet holes in them. Maybe the uh, maybe the maybe the the furniture or the thing has been maybe. This is, this for, is this for stand up. Was, was it for stand up? Yeah, I don't know. And this was an idea. I think this was an idea that you had, or someone had shows where nobody goes. An idea where I go to these places and do gigs, and I've written down prison, oil rig, Antarctica, troops, ship. <laughs> You know what? You're, or, I reckon you're seventy five percent there if you've got a good title. Shows where nobody goes. Good title. Yeah, that's a good title. You reckon that's a good title? It's a very good title. Shows where nobody goes is a great idea. And you go to you do stuff. You do those little. You go Antarctica or you go in, in prison. You go. You know. I, I really want a title that rhymes. You know, I like. It does had, rhyme. Um, shows where nobody goes. Oh yeah, shows where nobody goes. Yeah. It's like I love um, Husey. We have a problem because that's funny. Yeah. Or trial by Kyle. Yeah. That's a brilliant. It's a sticker. I was lying about it last night trying to think of something wrong with Dave. All I could think was Dave goes on a rave. Yeah. Dave gives a wave. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn in a pen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Glenn. Yeah. Nah. The end. No wonder they didn't get up. They were just. Uh... Robbins. Robbins. No, Robbins is hard. O'Neill I... orange peel. <laughs> Uh, you didn't do well in advertising, did you? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're fired. <laughs>